Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. And you know, part of our deal with uh, RacerX, we always tell you, check out their website, uh, grab up a subscription. You might get a free t-shirt or a, what do you call it, Tony, a calendar or something, bottle opener. I got the coolest bottle opener in Pittsburgh at the NCAAs. You know, I was there announcing the NCAAs this last week, right? And uh, uh, one of our sponsors, Barbarian Apparel, uh, has this uh, incredible flat. looks like about the size of a credit card, and it has a bottle opener on it. Perfect timing for me. Since you don't (laughs) drink beer. Well, you could maybe have some root beer. Well, he said that. Maybe a good sarsaparilla or something. It'll open up a, a root beer bottle. But, it's like a credit card thing you put in your wallet and it's yeah, got a yeah. what there's else can no you do? knife on it can there's you no like knife. but could you like maybe whoop, whoop, whoop. maybe no i'm not doing the wrap thing okay sorry could you like maybe file it down on the on the concrete floor and maybe like make a shiv out of it sure or something? i could cut somebody That'd you be bet sick, bro. You, a piece of metal that thin anyway you should be able to arc it through the air and cut somebody's jugular let's give it a shot i got it out in the car mm. i'll go get it and uh, jack you want to you want to participate in the experiment no. Oh, okay then. Go to the rough side of Des Moines later and see what's up. Maybe we go to the east side. No, I will be going home after this. All right. Well. By the way, uh, congratulations to my mother-in-law, who is now 97. Gee, uh, she's going to be inducted into the East High Hall of Fame. And uh, they did her interview earlier this week. And um, what an outstanding job she did uh, with the Q&A and the memories and all that kind of stuff. So should be a, a bundle of fun on the 10th of next month as we have, uh, I think it's a luncheon. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be a neat way to kind of salute her and her many years of service to uh, Des Moines Public Schools. She was a teacher or what? No, she was uh, the one that makes the, the school go. She was the... Lunch the, lady? The... <laughs> for me it was yeah no for for her she she was the secretary by the way my Uh, my goal in life is to be able to make cinnamon rolls and regular rolls as tall as the lunch ladies did i have no idea how they did it you're the strangest you're i said this off air many times you're probably my strangest friend i am you're a weirdo well i know i've got it all written down you don't use your front brake enough nearly enough well no i i have literally started to use my front brake more than my back brake ever 70 percent says it right on the the, uh, motorcycle Motorcycle license test, seventy percent of your braking, and a guy like Brandon Robinson, maybe not so much. Brandon, how much do you ride that front brake? Do you use the front? Do you ever use the back brake? And if not, why? TTs. Oh man, dude, I use the back back brake all the time. Thank She's you. glowing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Robinson, our guest uh, in this particular portion of the program, brought to you in part by Hicklin Power Sports and Wiseco. Wiseco, if they're not at a dealer near you, ask them. Say, hey, what's up? And maybe they'll even carry Wiseco products or be able to order it for you. Competing in American Flat Track Twins, 
is our guest. Brandon, uh, how's that working out for you? Uh, man, it's been a pretty good start to the season for me, honestly. You know, I'm not notoriously known as a good TT rider, and I snuck out of Daytona with, a, with an eighth place, which I was pretty happy with overall. And then, uh, yeah, this past weekend in Atlanta, we were able to rip off the win at the short track. And, uh, man, couldn't start the year off any better, switching teams and, and having a win already early in the season. So a podium is a pretty big deal, I think, and for anybody, you know, just that early in the season to, to kind of sets the tone for you and, and uh, probably a little bit of a motivator for you for the next round so you can you're probably excited to go racing oh hell yeah man i get to i get to sit on this win for about four weeks so that's pretty cool you know it's always good when you get a little bit of break and you're the you know like as i say you're only as good as your last race so i'm gonna be the guy you know that won the last race for four weeks so i get to sit on my confidence high and and take that into texas and i'm pretty excited man it's uh it's been a crazy little journey in the last year for me you know with uh our last two years i guess i'll be with the factory harley team and they're having some struggles there the last couple of years and then taking the risk and walking away from that program to do a privateer deal on the Indian platform. And, and uh, you know, I'm just excited that it's all kind of played out in my favor and it's all um, turning out for the better. If you said, I'm going to win one race this year, would it have been Atlanta? Uh, man, I, probably not, but I'll take it. <laughs> There's a whole bunch left, right? Exactly. You know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good uh, overall on all the oval tracks, so I feel like I got a shot at 13 more. So the, there was a time when uh, Mies, I thought, would it looked like Jared was going to run away from it, run away with it, I should say, from you and, and the rest of the field. Um, it, it took you some, some time to reel him back in, but um, what was there, about five, six laps left? You, uh, you, you, you went to work on him. Talk about that, I guess. I mean, we all know Jared Mies, too, and, and we respect him. Um for you though, as a as one of his peers, one of his competitors, you know, do you how do you go to work on a guy like that, and and what to, to kind of take us through the five la- six laps that you did it? Man, yeah, Jared is without a doubt the toughest competitor in flat track. Man, that guy is always on top of it. He's always trying to figure out ways to go faster. And, and anytime you think he's kind of out of it, he just figures it out. And he's always right there in the front of the main events, so you can never count him out. And and he always gets really, really good starts, and that's like his his number one saving grace. You know, he's, he's a great racer, but the starts are phenomenal. He gets out front, gets a clear track all the time, and able to put in good, consistent laps. And yeah, I was just kind of I was chasing him there. I got in the second, you know, fairly early in the race, and was able to work on, you know, grind it out and run him down a little bit. And uh, I knew about halfway through I had something for him. I had a shot to win, and um, I just wanted to buy my time. I didn't want to make my move too early because I knew how smart Jared is. You know, if I I pass him. I show him my line too early in the race. He can have enough time to figure it out and counter move on me. So I just sat there. I waited for the five lap the board to go, and and uh, I saw him making a little bit of mistakes in one and two. And and uh, as soon as I saw one more, I just pounced. And I got around around, around the outside, and, and I just put my head down. I just tried to stay as consistent as smooth as possible. And and uh, thankfully, he wasn't able to mount another charge, and I was able to cross the checkered flag with the win. So when you say you saw him make a little mistake, is it something that we would have seen when I wasn't there at Atlanta, but something we could have seen uh, in the stands maybe, or is it something like just, a, you know, because you get off, you get out of the groove or whatever just a little bit sometimes, and it's hard to recognize as a fan, but as a racer, you can, you know, you're looking down the line, you got that thousand yard stare or whatever it is, and you can, you know what I mean? You 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 know when he's going to break or when he's going to chop the gas and pitch it in or whatever. What what, what mistake did he make specifically? Um, 
for me, I mean, it wasn't a, a crazy big mistake. It was more or less just you could just tell his bike and him. He was he was starting to get a little bit loose getting into the corners, especially in the middle of one and two. He was just breaking loose a little sideways, not rolling very good. And uh, man, that's where my strength was all all day. I was just rolling the center of the corners really really good, and Gary able to keep the momentum rolling through the corners and. And as soon as I saw, saw him starting to struggle, I knew that was right. My uh, I placed a pounce on him, and uh, yeah, he just like I said, he made a little bobble, just broke loose a little bit more than he might have had any other time in the race, and and it just killed his killed his drive. And I was able to roll right around him. So you know, just kind of little things that I see when I'm behind someone chasing them that I, I you know, I put in a, a plan of motion to try to pass somebody. We're talking with Brandon Robinson, who's uh, celebrating a win at the Atlanta. Short track here recently. Um, in this series, the last year has been Indian. I mean, they've been so dominant. You're racing one. Um, Jared Meese obviously is on one. The the winner um, of the Daytona TT, Breyer, he was on one. Um, are we going to see anything besides an Indian win a race this year? I mean, even Henry Wiles is racing one. And so I'd say, hey, Peoria, there you go. We're going to see a Cowie win. But now he's on an Indian. So are we going to see anything besides an Indian win? Um, I think on the miles you might see, you know, Smith on the Cowie and um, Yamaha's with like J.D. Beach and Jake Johnson potentially being up front. But, man, those Indians are so good. Um, there's a reason they've been winning everything. You know, those purpose-built motorcycles, dude. They, uh, man, as soon as I hop on, hop on one here this winter, um, after my, my contract was up, I'm like, man, no wonder I've been getting my ass kicked the last couple of years. So, <laughs> uh, and they are phenomenal bikes, man. They are really, really good. And, uh, it's like riding an XR on steroids, man. They just work so good to put the power to the ground and, and they accelerate like a Jap bike. So it's, it's kind of got the best of both worlds. And it was a perfect storm for Harley to, to lose. They come with a brand new platform. They, they, they brought a knife to a gunfight. You're right. They, they, uh, the, the XR I think would have done better than what they had. Yeah, I would agree with that, you know, but Harley was committed with, with running a new platform and, you know, I commend them for that, you know, they did, they did a lot of, uh, done a lot of work to get them things to where they're at. And, you know, obviously I think they're getting a little bit better yet still, you know, Vandercoy, uh, he's had a couple of fourth places to start the season. So it's, it's cool to see them, you know, the sport needs Harley to do well as well. So, um, for me, man, I was just, I was at a point where I need, I'm getting kind of old, so, uh, how old are you? Yeah, I'm closer. Uh, I'm 28 now. So, wow, that's just ancient. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well. I you getting the AARP card yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I got a couple in the mail, yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> Social Security no, on that yet? I'm trying, trying. They won't give it to me yet. Yeah, good luck. Speaking of old, when you say you're 28, mm-hmm. You tell a guy like Chris Carr you're 28 and you're getting old and see what the... <laughs> He'll still kick your butt. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about on the track, but... Uh, Maybe in the pits. He's pretty short, though. Well, he, Chris is pretty short. He, I don't know. You take a few yeah, jabs I, and then run quickly. <laughs> you got a good foot and a half on him, I think, oh, Brandon. Yeah. Are you oh, looking yeah. forward to Texas half mile? Chris is like four foot eight. He is pretty short. Very tiny. He is pretty short, man. You got to uh, see his yeah. shoes. We're going to work with him later this year, Scott, <laughs> in Downport. <laughs> oh, is he coming? Yeah. He's going to be the gonna wear the hat, the Grand Poobah. Nice. And give him the yep, little feather. Is, is, is our guest going to show up in the... Uh, in Denport? I doubt it, but we're going to see him in Springfield the next day, aren't we? Or two uh, days uh, after. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, Texas, half mile, you looking forward to it? Yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, like I said, I got this momentum from Atlanta rolling into it. and 
And actually, Texas was the, the place I did my best last year on, on the XG. So uh, I'm looking forward to going there with the Indian and then seeing what we can uh, whip out on the night. It looks like we go to Arizona. Um, I know you go to Paris, which is actually Paris, California. Paris, Southern, Cal- yeah. Southern California, then Sacramento. Um, and then we're going to do the mile number one, Springfield, which is um, huge. over uh, Memorial Day weekend. And then Lexington, Kentucky, the Red Mile. I've I've been there. Um, great track. Are you a fan? You like the red dirt? Yeah, man. I've, uh, I've had some pretty good results there the last two years. And track's pretty unique and cool. And the, the area is awesome, dude. It's like the horse country there is beautiful. So I'm looking forward to going back there for sure. They still build Toyotas there? Make I know. <laughs> Maybe you'll win a Toyota. Toyotas uh, <laughs> everywhere now. Yeah, they did. They used to build them in Lexington, Kentucky. I sure. remember we went there. Yeah. Um, so all these 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 events I'm talking about. Is there any that you just go, man? I don't think we should be racing there. I or I <laughs> or I wish I didn't have to go race that one. Man, if I said I didn't wish I had to go to one, it'd probably be that Arizona CT. That, that seems kind of wild. There's a lot of jumps in it, some big stuff, and uh, a lot of unknowns. You know, I don't I don't know what's going to happen there. So that's kind of one I'm not overly looking forward to, but. Um, I don't know. We're all racers. We all got the same track, so I got to go there and, and suck it up, you know, and, and do my job. That's in Chandler, right? I believe so, yeah, right yep. outside Phoenix. Yep, yep. The Wild Horse something or other park. Um, you're not the only guy to talk about that one, that they <laughs> they maybe take early. Maybe that's why Law Tigers is the title sponsor of that one. Maybe yeah, like uh, – <laughs> <laughs> uh, So you're, you're – uh, Equipment, obviously, you've got to be stoked on it. Riding the Indian, um, it seems to be working for you. Um, so the bike that when you originally threw your leg over that bike, yeah, and the bike that you won on this past race in Atlanta on the twenty third uh, this past weekend, do, do you? How much different is it? I mean, is it pretty much? Well, it's not bone stock. <clears throat> no, I, I don't mean that. I just mean like how much. How much setup has there been gone gone into it for Brandon Robinson versus what Jared's racing or whatever? Um, honestly, not too much. You know, from the first time I rode it, we've made pretty similar or pretty significant changes, um, like small ones, really. Uh, you know, the suspension's actually the same stuff that I started on. Uh, obviously, we got it done for myself going into it, but... Uh, you know, realistically, we haven't changed forks or shocks or nothing. I mean, we, we played a little bit around with, you know, eccentrics and moving the front end out and back and, you know, giving some more swing arm angle and stuff. So just little things, you know. It's crazy how good those bikes work. It, the biggest thing for me was just getting comfortable on it, not not being used to what that bike was going to do underneath me and trusting what the bike was going to do. And I haven't had a bike underneath me in the last couple of years that I, I go to the corner, I'm like thinking, oh, man, I can still go in harder. You know, it, it's kind of one of deal, so... Um, trying to find those limits and boundaries. That's that's the biggest uh, challenge for me right now. So it's just power to the ground. The, the thing, obviously, the chassis terrific. Tons of power. Mm. Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for you, Brandon. I'm I'm glad to see you get a win. Um, who are? Is there anything new going on other than the motorcycle? Is there anything else? Is there more to the story for you as far as? maybe your training, maybe your personal life that you want to share that's been a positive for your racing program? And, uh, honestly, everything's pretty much been the same. I've actually been, uh, I've been in a camp for the last three months and, and 
Florida training. <laughs> so um, kind of our old school route, you know, flash track style, living out of the van and living out of the camper. You know, I don't have that fancy glamorous factory life anymore so i'm, I'm kind of low budgeted things this year but it's uh it comes and goes cool. i'm just getting back to the basics man and i think i guess that makes you hungry or makes you want it want it more i don't exactly. want to have a real job so. you train with johnny or who, who are you doing it who are you hanging out with in florida um the last couple months i've been down here with uh jared vandercoy and Corey texter and uh, we've had um you know the bowman brothers are both there Ta- cool. there as well and uh yeah just uh just a bunch of people coming up like slowly we're hanging um, out with johnny rock page i don't know if you knew that Ah, nah. Yeah. Dude rocks. <laughs> no, we're uh, not. Yeah. No, we're not. Do you know who Johnny Rock Page is? Oh, I know exactly who he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legend, dude. He is a legend. Uh, remember that time he ran for president? Yep, yep. And then he got caught stealing uh, like a money machine or something. No, that's not true at all. He. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> what was the deal with him and Paris Hilton? I don't know. Paris has kind of fallen off the radar, isn't she? She's considering changing her name from Paris Hilton to Paris Hyatt. It's just another hotel change. That's you see a what stupid I did there? joke. Yeah. Works for me. All right, Brandon, who do you <laughs> want to thank for uh, helping you go racing? Ah, uh, man, this year, obviously, Jerry Kennedy, first and foremost, uh, Kennedy Racing, uh, crew chief Brent Armbruster, and the Armbruster family, and then just all of our smaller sponsors, like your eye helmets and Motion Pro, Saddleman, Full Spectrum, Evans Coolant. Uh, man, there's so many people. Kicker Radio. Uh, so many people that just help us out. And what does Kicker me. Radio do for you? Oh, uh, man. Took us up with some badass stereos. Yeah. All kinds of goodies. So, so your yeah. your 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 bike has got a what stereo on it and multiple speakers course, and man. stuff? Everything does. Nice. <laughs> makes <laughs> real, makes real motorcycle noises, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> got the sprinter yeah. van just rocking, don't you? Ooh, hey. Always. They're bumping going down the road. Dude. Bumping. Did you hear what oh, he yeah. did there, Tony? You know what? That when you're, you know, you've got it figured out when you can, when you've got your four year old in the back of your sprinter van, yeah, and you're on your way to the races, yeah, and you're listening to the Elmo song or whatever, and you can hear the subs kind of going. That's when I get a little bit of a smile. I'm like. That's right. What about the shark song? Is she, yeah, do we did we went to, so I had to drop a bike off yesterday. A guy working on it for me because I hate working on motorcycles, and it's a, a town that's like thirty minutes away. And my buddies, uh, like this couple that I was, I took my chick and my kid, and and this couple like they wanted to take us out to dinner. I'm like, well, how about we go to over to this other town? I got to drop a bike off, so we take the Sprinter van because it fits everybody, and I yeah. got the bike in the back, and. Um, I played that Baby Shark yeah, song. Yeah, I kind of like it. I've not worn out of it yet. Charlotte, my daughter, loves it. And, and Susan Dude, you can sing that song. I about got thrown out of the van while I was driving for playing that song. Everybody hates that song, I guess. Well, uh, there are several stars on uh, on the YouTube that are singing it to their kids. They apparently like it. I bet they don't still. <laughs> there it is. My God, Leanne is actually doing the shark thing. <laughs> All right, here's the deal, Brandon. This is now your song, your official song. Every time you're on the show, you're the lucky. Ba- my walk- That's my new walkout song. Your new walkout song. Yeah. All right, buddy boy. Hey, have a good one. Thanks for joining us, and appreciate you playing along. Okay. No worries, guys. Appreciate you having me on again. You betcha, man. Brandon Robinson. 
and uh, no relation to uh, the Swiss family Robinson, apparently. You don't know that. You well, didn't ask him. I, 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 is he gone? Is nice. Brandon gone? Jack, can you bring him back up uh, real, real quick? Oh. Brandon, are you uh, any relation to the Swiss family, Robinson? There's a good possibility. Mm. See? Okay. Got well. the same last name, man. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll look that but they're end. Swiss, uh, right? They're Swiss. Yeah, I don't know. I might be from Swiss. Swiss <laughs> I don't know. Dude. You like Swiss cheese? <laughs> yeah, I do. Back after this. Stay tuned. This is Jason Conlon, Pro Supermoto Racer, and you're listening to Pit Pass Racing. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.